Tim Albright with Aviation with an Aviation special taking a preview at the AV Network Nation event. AVN2 is what we are, 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 are calling it. Uh, happens December 10th. Uh, and with me are two of my guests that's going on one of my panels, uh, the, the network uh, audio security. First and foremost, uh, my, my new very best friend is Rebecca Sullins from Pro Audio, a Pro Media Audio Video. Welcome, ma'am. Hi, welcome, Tim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, you know him, you love him. Um, I tolerate him. His name is Bradford Ben from Advisist. Welcome, sir. Great to be here, Tim. And this is my first public outing as uh, the owner of my own company. So this is a huge monumental occasion. It's very cool. I'm very excited for you. So how do you feel? Uh, nervous because I have zero clients. So if any of you want to hire me, please let me know. Yeah, he's pretty smart. I mean, I, I give him a hard time, but he is really quite smart. So uh, let's, let's kind of take, break this down here. We're, we're doing a couple, I'm doing, um, doing a couple of, of networked panels uh, for the, the uh, AVN2 event. Um, Megan Dutta is doing two on, one is doing, uh, she's doing one on, on getting back to work uh, after COVID. Uh, and how we can do that safely uh, through the industry. The other one she's doing is on digital signage. I'm doing two on, on network uh, audio and video. One is the 31 flavors of AV over IP. This one, though, is taking a look at networked uh, audio security. Bradford, I'm starting to start with you on this. Uh, when you look at uh, network topology and you look at kind of how the evolution of AV, of audio on the network has evolved, one of the things that has been brought up um, by folks on AV Nation, folks on on uh, AV Network and several other places is the, the need for security to secure uh, the, the audio, um, the, not just the stream, but also the, you know, the, the ones and zeros. When you look at, at where we are now when it comes to the, the AV industry, are we set up? Are we, still, are we still in the early stages of security or are we pretty well far along down the, down the pathway of, of secure audio? Okay, so we as an industry are on the are on the just starting it. If we go back and look at using the IT industry's best practices, we are actually getting on top of it by doing things such as MAC address filtering and also such great things as physically locking the network so people don't have access to it. But AT on its own or AV on its own is not at the secure level yet. All right. Rebecca, when you look at, at systems that you guys are putting in and, and you know, systems that you, you've messed with in the, in the past, what are some of the areas that, uh, that are people are, are most concerned about? Is it you know, the big stadiums where you know, folks will roll in and we, you know, we're in the middle of, of football season and, and you know, um, we're recording this on a week where the Bears won't lose? Uh, thankfully. Uh, they're on, <laughs> Must they're on be a bye week. week. It's a bye week, yeah. Uh, but, but normally, you know, they, they, you know, folks would roll into you know, soldier field um, and, you know, plug into a system. And depending on the system, you might have access to all the audio. Sometimes you wouldn't. Um, is it is it systems like that or is it more, you know, government or in, in, you know, financial areas that are that are more concerned about security? What are the areas that are really the most vulnerable, I guess, or at least the most concerned? Well, I, I find it a little bit interesting that, um, you know, the larger systems are generally the least vulnerable because they're the ones that actually think of security at the forefront of the design. Um, it's the small systems that you really need to be worried about, the corporate AV, the conference rooms, because they just don't think about it until they're already installed. Um, they don't think about people having access to physical ports on, the, on their network. And so they don't they don't proactively design security into their systems. Whereas the big companies, the big projects, 
they're because they are such a robust IT network anyway, that's that's automatically a question that they ask from the beginning. And I think that's a huge advantage is just being proactive about security in your design. Well, Bradford, how do we how do we start with that? Right. Uh, you know, there there are Avixa for a number of years has has started touting the, the experience. Right. And and that's the front end. That's how you're 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 consuming the media that that we're all creating with with the the cables and the the, the boxes and, and everything else well how do we from the back end start with the security in mind well there are a couple things so i'll use soldier field for instance i've been there i've been in the bowels of it it's mostly analog to the amplifiers but the easiest way is all of the boxes in the field that someone would plug into go through a patch bay so you can't, there is an, you know, infinite air gap there. And even when you're doing a network, you bring it to a patch bay, you need a, cat, a category cable to patch it through into the system, you still get security. Then on top of that, you can do things such as you only use these certain MAC addresses that you know are in your system. And those are the only ones that are allowed to, to be connected to your switch. And you start looking at those types of things. But as Rebecca kind of alluded to, the first thing is lock up your network. Uh, I know it seems amazingly simple, but that's usually the biggest thing. Uh, when I was at Harmon, there were a couple of incidents where people were worried about hacking into things, and you first had to physically get access to the device. And most people will say, once you physically have access to the device, all bets are off because they're in your building. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's the big thing. The other thing you have to think about is us as AV people, we need to lead uh, how to do this, such as basic things that aren't even AV over IP or IT, but hey, put a password on your conference call bridge and change it every so often. Those little things are the things that we need to train people about. And just think about the value of the information you're traveling. People think that banks need to be very secure. Uh, you brought up Soldier Field. To me, those need to be more secure because you have 60 to 100,000 people there in more typical times. And that's as just as big of an issue as money because you have a lot of people in one place and something bad could happen. And those are the things that we as AV people have to talk through with people. Yeah, absolutely. Rebecca, as we kind of wrap up here, give us give the the, the integrators and the, the AV professionals listening some some advice on convincing the customer, right? Um, you you mentioned the fact that you know what the, the bigger systems are the ones that are already there. It's it's getting those smaller companies. It's getting you know maybe the corporate uh, that don't quite get it. Talk, talk me through how we can convince those customers and those clients the need not only for the time but also for the expense to make sure that the system is secure. The easiest thing to convince people um, to spend money on the right thing up front is usually to tell them what's going to happen if they don't. Uh, what's going to happen if you don't install airbags in your car? Well, you're going to have a wreck and it's going to cost a lot more money on the back end. It's always easier to be proactive from the front and the time and materials and design effort that goes into doing it right from the beginning is always, always, always much less than having to fix it 
when something happens. Um, and so that's, that's always sort of my approach is just deal with it now, or you're going to have to deal with it later. You know, put a diaper on your child before they have an accident. You, you always need to just be upfront about these things. Um, and they need to look at it as a savings. They really do as an insurance policy, as um, you know, there's a reason that, that, People buy insurance because they need to be prepared for when something happens. Because with network security and with everything and everyone going in that direction, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I've heard that said several times, which is, it's driven into my head. So it's, it's not a matter of if, it's when. Like, it's a good place to stop. Thank you all so much. Uh, again, you can check uh, these two fine people out on December 10th at uh, every avnetworknation.com. Uh, in the meantime, Mr. Bradford Ben, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, let's go to the new website. Just started with interesting facts on today in history at advises.com, A-V-V-I-S-I-S-T.com. All right, very good. Rebecca, how do people get a hold of you? You can find me at uh, promediaaudiovideo.com. All right, very good. And again, for us uh, here at Aviation, you can go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Or uh, more importantly, right now, between now and December 10th, go register and get yourself 4.75 uh, CTS RUs. And those are good for CTS, CTSD, and CTSI, uh, which I think is really cool, uh, the fact that they, that they got those. Uh, 4.75. And the only reason that we missed that last point 25 is because of Bradford. So avnetworknation.com, uh, <laughs> avnetworknation.com. Thanks so much for watching. See you on December 10th.